Summer Refreshed. So it is Summer Refreshed. This is Johnny without my co-host of Mr. Graham Smith. But I've got someone in front of me, and yes, he's going to get the respect he deserves. It is Mr. George Egg. How are you, George? I'm good. Buzzing. I just came off stage about half an hour ago. Well, I was in the piccolo tent. You were, um, weren't you? I don't want. I was. Yeah, I was. I was hiding at the back. I won't lie. Uh, I was playing on my nut allergies just in case. You know, just to kind of sum it up here, George. I, normally, I would kind of give a big intro and sort of really go into what your show is about but yeah. if I just go comedy and cooking I kind of want to just leave it at that to let you sort of pick up the pieces because it isn't the normal kind of cooking is it not at all no it's cooking with things that you wouldn't normally cook with basically <laughs> that's the, the kind of premise so it's doing an hour of stand-up comedy while making a three-course meal which the audience get to eat at the yes. end proper gourmet stuff as well it's I know what I'm doing I was gonna say yeah it isn't like so the appliances and obviously I know we'll touch on this but it involves you cooking with wallpaper steamers irons you know various kind of different accessories stuff you've made out of coat hangers that kind of thing the appearance of the food and the smells within that tent and this is not a small tent you know this is like and obviously yes the doors are closed and of course all the smells are gonna waft but just seeing even you on stage doing it the smells are coming to the front above your head is just all this steam yeah it's really multi-sensory isn't yeah. it? I've always wanted that in the show today I talked about a blind person being in the audience and that really did happen the other yeah. day and I've had blind people come and see the show before <laughs> come and see the show yeah. come to the show uh, and <laughs> that's and, the comedy and, in the cooking said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've said that it's it's a brilliant show for a blind person because they're yeah. getting you know they're getting other senses stimulated you know they get to taste it afterwards they get the smells while it's going on and uh, well, yeah this is it so uh, what you do cleverly is so you make three dishes give or take within the 60 minutes you've got during the yeah. show those dishes are then taken out so you kind of after you've made one you give a, an audience member just say look do you want to hold yeah, it do you want to put it out of the way just keep it safe for the next sort of remainder of the show and then those guys go out first so you give the dish to but it was like the people like literally just wanting to jump out that door oh yeah just to sample it and and it isn't just a case of this isn't a gimmick. This is genuinely they want to taste what has been made from yeah. an iron from a Premier Inn. <laughs> yeah, because it is, like I say, it's, you know, it's really good considered recipes of well-cooked food. I mean, it's it's like, I suppose it's like learning a, a musical instrument or something. Yeah. You know, it's taken masses of practice making sure that I get everything cooked to perfection in the timescale while talking and everything else. Well, this begs the question. So, A, sort of how did it come about? And B... I imagine Mrs. Egg must be at home kind of going, where's the ironing board gone? Where's the iron? You know, get that butter off the iron. Um, It came about from actually cooking in hotel rooms. So for 30 years, I've been doing comedy. I've been doing stand-up. And I was into cooking at the same time. I would do a a weekend away doing gigs somewhere, staying in a hotel, get back to the hotel, feeling a bit mischievous, a little bit sort of (laughs) adrenalised. Maybe a bit drunk sometimes. Usually just kind of more high on doing the show, you know. And genuinely thinking, I don't want to spend a lot of money on expensive rooms service i'm not going to go out and you know buy junk food again so seeing what i could cook with the iron and the kettle and everything else and then i made some videos of that which i put on youtube and they got a bit of traction and then someone said to me this is back in 2014 someone said why don't you do a a show in edinburgh about it yeah and i'd never and i'd been you know doing just 20 30 minute comedy sets over two decades and had never really thought i was the kind of act that would do you know a solo show something a bit more theatrical they were convincing enough and i thought okay well i've got something different you know because it's quite hard to stand out at a festival like this even when i was doing stand-up i had loads of props it's like you know a sort of you want drill in your back. Yeah, <laughs> setting up, hour and a half, kind of tidying up afterwards as well. And um, aside from that, thinking about, right, I've got to get the ingredients, I've got to make sure you know, yeah. things are kept the right temperature and all that sort of thing. But then you just kind of get in the rhythm of it and... 
has anyone ever brought anything in to go, I've got some herbs in my garden here? Or has anyone ever brought anything? No, they haven't. I mean, I get people getting in touch on social media saying that they've recreated some of the recipes. That's what I was going to say when you were saying about how it all started. So I did the hotel show and then that was really successful. That was in 2015. So then I came back in 2017 with a power tool show and then in 2019 with a on the move show. So with the laptop that I use in this one yes, and yeah. I had an engine on stage and stuff like that so it was all kind of you know travel things and then this is a best of but yeah certainly when I was doing the hotel show I'd get people sending me photos of pizzas they'd warmed up on irons well, and things like that this is it and you think does a part you go this is fantastic but just are you checking yeah, yeah. the news yeah, just yeah, in yeah, case was, there's a, a fire in the premiere in yeah. <laughs> coming away from that would obviously Snack Hacks which is a brilliant feature on YouTube which is getting so much traction yeah. and it's the kind of the same sort of premise isn't it getting the best out of every inch of what is spent in a supermarket yeah, so, yeah. and being creative really and being resourceful and tasty I mean I think with Snack Hacker so the Snack Hacker came about because we were locked down and I couldn't go on stage and by November I started going a bit nuts and kind of thinking oh I've got to do something yeah, yeah. so started making these little videos initially thinking I'd put them on TikTok but I just kind of couldn't get on with TikTok I don't know yeah. if I'm too old but I just felt like I don't know, it didn't feel like it was my yeah, environment. It's, um, so I did TikTok and then I put it on Instagram because I was already using Instagram a lot yeah. anyway. And it really took off on there. I mean, that was where it particularly went crazy. So I went from 4,000 followers up to, well, I'm over 57,000 yeah. now. Verified, and verified egg. Yeah, verified, yeah I've got the, the blue tip. My <laughs> yeah. kids were so excited. I can I imagine that. that's always quite a cool oh moment. Oh my God, oh my God, that's got blue tip. <laughs> and so, yeah, with, with the Snack Hacker videos, they're all about two minutes each. They're taking things like Greg's and McDonald's and KFC and Super Noodles and a lot of sort of processed food the brand staples. flakes I've seen that the other brand week flakes, yeah. yeah yeah and just doing something different with them or enhancing them in some way so I mean if, even if it's as simple as getting a double cheeseburger putting some sauerkraut in it <laughs> getting rid of the ketchup putting extra mustard and mayonnaise yeah. and having a kind of Germanic tasting burger which really work yeah and then putting those out there and the kind of philosophy behind it is to take the kind of snobbery away from junk food but then also to encourage people who maybe aren't creative in the kitchen and do just eat processed food and ready meals to go look there's very little you need to do to something to make it a bit more interesting get their imagination going and then you know maybe in a year's time they're suddenly in catering college and going that was the inspiration that got me to move in that direction particularly as well I mean I don't know you've said they're sort of going a bit loopy and going a bit nuts in lockdown and it affected people in different ways I think anyone who was a creative suffered I've spoken to comedians who were writing shows the pandemic hit and then they would end up working in a supermarket and jealous of the mates who might have been a year or two further down the line who, yeah. would, who would manage to kind of avoid that because there was money in the bank and they were kind of being able to see it through. Mm. But a lot of these were using that to be creative and actually were going, well, you can't do a stand-up show and go, well, I was on a plane the other day. Well, no, you weren't, mate. Oh, okay, well, we know that. Yeah. It's dead yeah. from the start. The gag's gone. Whereas these were getting getting material from that because they were going back to being with the friends or family. Yeah. You've got the time to dedicate it a little bit more yes, to do it. Yes, and actually it's been difficult since things have all opened up again because Snack Hack has become so successful. Yeah. Trying to carry on making it because when, you know, when I wasn't performing anywhere else, my son is the camera guy and he was filming them. You know, I was doing the editing and it was just this, you know, thing. Father and son. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was really nice. And now he's more busy and I'm more busy and we're trying to fit them in. And we've yeah. got people saying, you know, when's the next volume coming out? What's, you know, yeah. getting all excited about it. But I guess so, he's uh, thinking about the ideas as well. Because I was kind of thinking, have you ever cooked a chicken with Coca-Cola? But I guess that's always too simple. How are you going to warm the Coca-Cola up? Or what are you going to do with the chicken? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I've, d- I've certainly done um, hams in Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's yeah, a classic. Yeah. You need a really lot works. of Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, now, I've got some notes here, just because 
I was going to say, when you were doing Snack Hacks, the Euros 2021, yeah. they were doing stuff for Five Live and all counts, weren't yeah. they? Which was, which was great to see. Now, obviously, World Cup's coming up, so I'm going to get in there early. And we're in Scotland, so talking, you know, Eng- English football in Scotland. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll keep yeah. my voice down just in case, yeah, just in case <laughs> someone bursts through that door. I'm thinking, right, this was kind of making things in the sort of half time period, 15, yeah. 20 minutes, see what you can do. So you've got England, Iran, England, USA, England versus Wales. So obviously, Wales leaks, USA corned beef, maybe. Yeah, oh God, I mean, there's so much USA. Well, I mean, almost all the junk food staples really are. I'm going to say, you can go wild with that, yeah. So, Iranian kind of national dish is like a stew. If you could kind of pick any of those countries, so if it's an Iranian dish, maybe something from USA, something from Wales, or obviously from England, what would you think you could knock up in 15, 20 minutes during the World Mm. Cup halftime? Bear in mind, it's Christmas as well, so there might be various quality streets. I don't know if you could ever do anything with chocolate. Could you? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Wales initially. I was thinking maybe Welsh cakes. Okay. Welsh cakes are lovely. They're yeah, really yeah. I mean, they're not that dissimilar from the pancakes that I just made. On the iron. In my show. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could do Welsh cakes yeah. on an iron. In our groups, you've got England, Wales. Group, so. Uh, yeah, so England, USA, England, Iran. They'll all obviously play each other. Yeah. So you could have a mashup of Maybe, USA um, versus Wales. Well, well, Welsh cakes with, in a... I need oh, to think yeah. about it for okay, longer, yeah. really, don't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cut that bit out, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't mind. <laughs> so I planned it now, in case the phone call comes to the BBC, at least I give you a head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you take Mrs Egg out and you go, right, OK, look, let's leave the ironing board in the cupboard tonight. Put the drill down. Yeah. What's sort of your ideal meal? Where sort of you frequent with you know, uh, Mrs It's so Egg? hard because I, cause I'm so into cooking. I'm, I'm really hard to, to cook Please. for. <laughs> you know, yeah, because I just kind of... Yeah. I'm not critical I mean I love being cooked for I love good. what would be perfect for me would be going around to someone's house rather than going up when I go to a restaurant then I feel sort of like oh I could have done that better or whatever when I go to someone's house and it's like friends and they cook yeah. it doesn't matter what the quality is there's something just so lovely about being cooked for because I do it all the time yeah. so going to a good friend's getting a nice home-cooked meal. Is it when you are out, literally sometimes go, do you know what? That breakfast was shite. Like, <laughs> I could have cooked it better myself on yes, an iron. I always <laughs> think. I always think I could have done that better. Which is terrible. It sounds really arrogant, but there's a brilliant restaurant in Brighton, actually, called The Set. That's um, the last meal I went to. That's your hometown. Yeah, it's amazing. They do a kind of 18-course taster menu. I wow. mean, they're t- you know, that like each courses a mouthful yeah, but yeah. really interesting stuff some of it's quite snack ackery almost you know yeah. have like a it's almost like a little chicken nugget but then it's got a kind of cupy mayonnaise and a bit of caviar on it and that sort of thing so they're just yeah. these amazing exotic real palate entertaining and in that mouthfuls. short burst as well before yeah. you move on to yeah yeah, the yeah. Next and then you have 17. a good break <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they do a little um drinks flight with it and yeah and that's really all over the place so you get a really fancy natural wine followed by just a tiny glass of Newcastle Brown with a, right. with a little bit of pork belly or something and it, but they've really thought about it and yeah. it works and it's seven because then you have something like you know you have like a, a tiny glass of Newcastle Brown where you whereas you'd normally drink a whole bottle without thinking about it yeah. because you're yeah. given a tiny bit with something you're really thinking about the the, the flavour profile of what's in that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. in that small shot. Place. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but Six by Nico, the restaurant chain. So there's actually one in Edinburgh. Um, right. There's one, I think, in Liverpool. There's there's a few. They're very much like that. So they will change it up. So they will do a very small taster menu. But every couple of weeks, it changes. So it will be the theme. Could be New York. It could be Mexico. Oh, wow. It could be like an event like the Fringe, focusing on Scotland. Definitely one. I think you'd absolutely love it. One to oh, Google. Look at, and that's look Six by Nico. And there's 
yeah. yeah one in right. the city centre so even for next year they okay. are so ingenious of their ideas and again that small little bit of tasting yeah. wow my palate's never had anything like this yeah, and yeah. you'll never you could be 7 or 70 and still get that buzz yeah. from cooking or being cooked for as you yeah. say oh no I just, just adore it and yeah and, and, and I mean even like here in Edinburgh when I get back to the flat cook in the evening and yeah I don't really go out much because it's just it's my way of relaxing as well yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah. great doing it on stage yeah. it's, it's just kind of you know it's just like my hobby before we go into your bag of tricks I'm just going to say so have you done this for famous uh, semi-famous comedians on the scene have you, have you actually well, I've done, gone where you've cooked so uh, yeah certainly I mean the flat where I've stayed at you know we've had you know we had James Acaster around for dinner Whoa, uh, in cool. 2019 he came over and did a nice lasagna for him and yeah was it made traditionally or on the iron <laughs> always made traditionally that one. <laughs> in the yeah. washing machine yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was yeah I wasn't working but, uh, but in the snack hacker videos I every third or fourth one I'll have a guest a lot of food guests now so chefs and does that put the pressure on a little bit or do you kind of go what they're oh, coming to me great. I'm not going because to them it, yeah 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 well I mean I mean it's nice because it's sort of they're mixed so sometimes it's one of them will come with their own idea yeah. sometimes one of them will come with a sort of problem going hey what about how could you change this how could yeah. you make it more interesting or solve this problem or whatever so it's just really nice yeah and I mean I've, some of them have approached me I've approached a lot of them and just said hey look I'm doing this thing and they're like, oh yeah, yeah I've seen it yeah I've got an idea if you are taking a, an existing standard and, and doing something different with it it sparks people's imagination yeah. or, or just their memory and so uh, the second ever episode was um, John Robbins who I'm staying with up here and he's made an affogato but from McDonald's, so basically just getting a McFlurry and an espresso, <laughs> pouring the espresso over the McFlurry, yeah. and it's superb, and it just makes oh. an affogato, which is just espresso with ice cream. In yeah, it. that's what I was taking from before. It's the simple ideas, and I know mm. obviously there's the the fact that you've got an iron and it's placed in various books and stuff. And again, I don't I don't want to give too much away yeah. because you you have got to see it to believe it. But those simple ideas of going right, okay, well. Am I happy with just what I've bought or can I improve this? Yeah, and if yeah, so, completely. how? You know, you're not precious, you will give away how you do it and just, yeah. you know, and that's what I think is brilliant. There's no magical and sort of cloak and dagger element. Yeah. Well, this. Although, just... although talking of no magical, there is there is a bit of magic in the show. Well, this I've is got... seamlessly gone into the bag of tricks here. So, I've got, so there's a bit where I, um, I talk about making popcorn with some sieves and I've got like two sieves here with popcorn kernels in the bottom and you yep. heat them up. And, and, and you, what are you using to heat them up? That's the oh, uh, DeWalt DW360. The 360, far better than the 349. Oh, absolutely. Far superior. <laughs> anyway, and you heat them up and then they, they pop. And, and it, it's, I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, obviously, I haven't even got the thing here, but, you know, if I bit of magic, like then suddenly. Oh, yes. And you can feel the heat from it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that's amazing. Look at that. It's fantastic. Is anything else in there, the bag of tricks? I know you were talking about making ice cream. Yes, I made this staying in a hotel. It's a rudimentary ice cream maker made. Yeah, I can't really tell what the Hotel is though to be fair, yeah, um, yeah, no, that's oh, yeah. that's uh, yeah. yeah, Premier Inn. They yeah. Come do not remove. The, oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, and so what I've done here is I've I've suspended a cup in the middle there and made yeah. a churning device out of coat hangers. And if you put custard, so you could just buy tin custard. I mean, yeah. in the show I talk about making my own custard. Yeah. I'm making a bamery, setting it over a simmering kettle. So egg yolks, <laughs> cream, vanilla, sugar. And then to freeze it, put the custard in the cup and you fill the void between the wall of the cup and the wall of the bucket with ice, which you get from the machine. And get the ready available in any hotel. Bit of salt as well, which makes it go even colder. And then you churn and the heat goes from the custard into the ice. And it does churn and it really does actually work and make... That's brilliant. How many yeah, how many churns great. does it take? Is it quite churny oh, uh, churny on your oh, time? Well, I'd say a, I'd say a couple of hours. A couple of yeah. <laughs> 
So you're really ready for the ice exactly. cream. Exactly. Oh my there. god. Yeah. yeah. And the sweat's pouring <laughs> yeah, from yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, George, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat. There's Likewise. obviously tickets still available. Do you want to plug your social media, George? It's quite a simple one, but I'll Definitely. let you plug it. Yeah. I mean, basically, just look up George Egg Snack Hacker or just Snack Hacker, and you'll find me on Instagram at George Egg and on YouTube as well. I think I'm George Egg 2 on YouTube for some reason. Maybe there's another George Egg. In fact, there is another George Egg. There's a uh, drummer in a Swedish heavy metal band called George Egg. Look, if there was ever a mashup, my God, that could (laughs) be the Fringe 2023. Cooking with drums. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You can mix it for you. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So it's George... I really look forward to that now. I'll give you so many ideas. So it's George Egg. It's set menu, the best of George Egg. It's available here in the Fringe until the 28th of August at the Assembly. And like George said, you can just uh, do a little bit of a Google and come across everything. Before I let you go, though, George, has, and I've got to ask the question, as any good presenter does, has anything ever gone wrong? Um, Do you know what? Because I was saying, like playing a music instrument, it just requires so much practice. The only things that have gone wrong are, I've cut myself once. That wasn't much fun. What on? Just on a knife, just doing, just, you know, just knife, literally yeah. on a knife. See, I think my mind's something. going yeah, like, oh my yeah, God, yeah. was it the washing machine? Was it the, uh, yeah, what was yeah, it, the no, shower cut, curtain? Cut myself really, like, so badly that we had to stop the show and get first aid oh. and everything, yeah. Um, one of the fun things, so when I make the pancakes in the show, yeah, this was like years and years ago here and I was doing the pancake routine. I only had one egg in the box and I dropped it on the floor. And so I said to the audience, I said, well, look, I've got to make these pancakes. Yeah. I said, so I'm going to scrape it off the floor. So I'm going to make, so I said, so don't, Please don't eat them. You've seen seen what's happened here. (laughs) Anyway, and then the food all got taken away at the end of the show and and the plates were brought back, everything gone. And obviously, I mean, I think the food's so expensive here that everyone has just gone... Three second rule, that's fine. Exactly, yeah. Having those yeah, The 45 minute free. rule, that'll do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? Because as well, it's kind of to say that that cost a living crisis to a degree. And I know it kind of comes up in a jokey way. But, you know, it is a serious point. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, there are ways out there of having great food and a lot of fun yeah. to get to that point of doing it. And I think this, that's probably the serious underlying undertone. Yeah. Oh, no, I think do. absolutely, yeah. The, the message, again, is be resourceful, work out where you can cut corners, how you can make things more yeah. interesting and be creative. And, and more bang for your buck. Fun. <laughs> George, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, and I wish you continued success. Thank you. All being well, we can uh, maybe catch up next year and we'll have George Egg 1 and George Egg 2 Perfect. on the Summer Refresh podcast. Yeah, George, thank you, my friend. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers buddy. Thank you. This is Summer Refreshed.